Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Mel. I'm Katie. And we're your hosts this week. We watched Rampage, directed by Brad Payton and released in 2018. The plot of Rampage goes something like this. When three different animals become infected with a dangerous pathogen, a primatologist and a geneticist team up to stop them from destroying Chicago. And uh, as we usually do, we'll do a quick spoiler-free bit to let you know whether you should see Rampage, which by now is almost out of cinemas anyway. So should people see this movie, Katie? Um, I, I, unless you're a really big fan of The Rock, I don't see why you would. Um, it just doesn't I'm seem I'm a really big it. fan of The Rock and this is, I saw it on the fourth week at 10 o'clock in the morning because that's the only time it's still showing. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, it's not really a movie that's like super worth seeing. That said, I did have a lot of fun. Um, like, it's not as good as some of the other big dumb movies that The Rock does, but it was certainly diverting for me in the moment when I watched it this morning, and that was fun for me. Um, but again, I'm a very big fan of The Rock, so I think you probably need to be, and you also have to have a strong sense of the ridiculousness, the, of the ridiculous, um, going in, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it... It is pretty ridiculous. I don't know. I just didn't find it that interesting. And other than the um, than the rock, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot else going on. Mm. I think that was the major problem. And and George, George is great. Um, mm. The big the, George and the, the rock big gorilla. are great. Yeah, yeah. And George and the rock together are great. But everything else is really not. Mm. And so like, it just felt kind of like a slog a lot of the time. Mm. Um, they didn't really use some of the big monster stuff as well as they could have. Um, it just could have been a lot better than it was yeah. for me. So it was even to the standards that I thought it was going to be, it was still a bit disappointing. So that's, I mean, that's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, there are better rock movies to see. I'm really looking forward to that skyscraper one with Nev Campbell as his wife because I'm like, The Rock and Nev Campbell, that's awesome. The Rock and Nev Campbell do die hard. Yeah. And like, seems great. He has, he's got a great co-star here in, in Naomi Harris who's, who I think is quite good. But I, I like her, but the role is terrible. So it's not that I think she's bad. I just don't think that she has anything to do. Mm. So, yeah, it's not really Naomi Harris's fault. But no. – um, yeah, so I didn't mind her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but Marlon Ackerman kind of drove me up the wall. Oh, actually, yeah, I, I didn't really. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I thought was, oh, goodness. And I quite like him, so. I just, he was just funny. It made me laugh. I think uh, maybe I was just in the right mood to watch this. Maybe. Um, anyway, well, let's go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen Rampage and you plan to, and we say, eh, if you're a big fan of The Rock, go see it. Um, otherwise, we'll start talking spoilers now. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan annoyed me. Like his his cowboy shtick was just so overdone and overcooked that it really irritated me. I because he he did he only stood in one position the whole time. Like he sort of had this thing where he tilted his hips forward and forwards and his neck back and looked down at people. And I was just like, you, it's so annoying. I just thought it was hilarious. It just feels like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's been cast in this movie, and they've like they've gone. He's like, he's gone, can I make him Southern? And they've gone, go nuts. And I don't know, it just was silly. Oh, I thought that was scripted because it keeps going on about old cowboys. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I I thought it was scripted that he was a cowboy and Jeffrey Dean Morgan just took that one bit of information about his character and like turned it into an entire caricature of like Southern cowboys. It just felt like he was, he was working for it. Like he was trying, there was, he was chewing many sceneries, but. He was trying. It was kind of fun. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of was more annoyed with Marlon Ackerman's character. I don't know if it was her or if it was the way it was written, which is probably the problem um, with this knowing this movie. But it, she just, like, didn't the, – they were such cardboard villains. Like, mm. they were so, I don't know, nothing. They, they were just so obviously terrible people. Well, yeah. I mean, they were so obviously terrible people and she was really uh, – yeah, it took me a while to realise it was Marlon Ackerman because her hair's dark. Yeah, yeah. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I know her. Where do I know her I, from? And I was also – It took me yeah. two or three scenes and I, I was like, I, oh, it's Marlon Ackerman. It was like – and I, I couldn't work out – I th- figured she was Australian. I don't know why I had this – the way her mouth moved or something was weirding me out. Um, And anyway, yeah, and then the wig was not good either. No. 
she is cartoonishly evil. Yeah. There's also like a couple of scenes where she changes costumes where I'm oh. like, you had time to do that. I know. Um, when she's going to get in the helicopter, she like goes and changes. I'm like, why? Into clothes that are still not appropriate making an escape from no, giant it's, monsters' No, it's another tight, sh- tight dress, kneeling dress. Like that is not – what you and her brother, meanwhile, has changed into like jeans and a jacket, yes. which actually makes sense if you're trying to escape. It was yeah. really strange. Um, actually, the, one of the scenes I did like was when the brother came down the bottom of the stairs and Jeffrey Dean Morgan was there. That was also, amazing. Can I, I at some point we have to talk about the timeline of this movie? Oh, but, yeah, um, yeah. There's a problem with that. There's lots of problems with that. There's lots of problems with that. But um. But when that happens, it just like it was so absurd that it made me laugh. And it mm. was there was this thing as well where he like made him go outside as though he knew that that giant piece of the building was going to fall down at ex- the exact moment. Yeah, the guy yeah, went yeah. To, it was so nuts. It was so it was nuts so that that was great. like that made me laugh a lot just because it was completely insane. Yeah. Um. And also the villains were dispatched with so easily and so quickly. Yeah. yeah. There was an, another earn it. Yeah, another major, major plot point. George, up until this point, has never eaten anyone mm. <laughs> that we've seen, right? No, not on screen. No, he's never eaten anyone. Yeah. There's no there's no reason to believe that he would eat Marlon Ackerman. But that's what the whole their whole plan hinges on is this thing that he's never done. Like all they've done is swap people out of the way as they try to get to Yeah, this. like he's probably killed some people. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he, um, no, he's never shown a taste for human flesh like the crocodile monster thing. Right. Like, there's no there's no reason to believe. I mean, at the beginning of the movie, it implies oh, that he's wolf, hungry. Yeah, and then it never comes back again. No. Even though he must be starving because he's growing at this rapid rate. Yes. So, I'm assuming that the movie's trying to imply that he's eating lots of people. Yes, I assume so. But, like, because it's so, it's so PG and everything that yeah. they're trying to avoid... Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where like there's massive, massive destruction, but nobody dies somehow. Yeah, except for um, what's his name? Um, Joe Manganiello. Mang- Manganiello. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but he gets cut. He's he gets kind of a fun, good death. Yes, he does. He seemed to be enjoying himself in he, this movie. He really did. Yeah. Um, I yeah. There's this whole section at the beginning of the movie that is made really uh, like that is rendered obsolete by the rest of the movie mm. w- with the introduction to um the rock and his buddies uh, yeah his little research friends who never come back yeah. well do you know it's so funny because remember i was telling you like the rock himself tweeted about pacing problems with this movie yeah like the rock who never tweets anything negative about anything especially his own movies um he watched some youtubers review of it and was like, yeah, man, I, I talked to the director about the pacing issues. If The Rock can see that your pacing is off and doesn't need all these extra scenes that you've got at the start. But that's the thing. It, I felt like the scenes at the start were more interesting. Right. And they never come back. But yeah. They never come back. So you waste all this time with this stuff that doesn't get resolved. Yeah, but you need the you need to establish George. Mm. But why introduce, like, the, the, the scared guy and the – early 2000s girl and and the nerd and the nerd who mm. i really liked the nerd yeah, he, he was, was good. the gre- he was like yeah so styled in that very nerd way but also very sweet and funny yeah, yeah. and I, I would have loved to see him more well, what i would have liked is like he and the girl get a love story the blonde girl like that kind of cute little like um darcy and her intern subplot thing yeah it could have it could have been okay but i mean you, I'm wary of like rewarding nerdy guys with hot girls in movies yeah, yeah. like this. Well, I, I don't. Was more, it was more about punishing the hot guy, who was clearly after the girl. That's but true. That was yeah. But it yeah it. I, mm. But anyway, I mean I I can. But the thing is, the guy in this was so nice, and like I, I mean he he seemed like a genuinely nice person who wasn't like. Um, the the nerd guy the nerd guy yeah right yeah it's like because the other guys no the other guys are dick (laughs) but the nerd guy was like a uh, like they might have been able to handle it better because he was a genuinely good decent person rather than a nice guy Mm, but he could have also come back as like the guy in the chair um or some some kind of some kind of support to them later on like it it was just weird that he's gone after that first little bit it is weird and like 
yeah, they could have used more human characters to mm. like, and then you know somebody could have died to make the situation serious because that never happens either. Yeah, yeah. Like they only have Joe, what's his name, Magic Mike guy. Um, oh, Joe Manganello. Yeah, isn't there an eye in there? No, I swear there's an eye in no, there. No, no. <laughs> I, I've been pronouncing it wrong for ages, and I went and looked it up, and it, it, I saw it at the end in the credits today. It is M A N G A N I E L L O. Like, it's not like manja, like Italian for eat. It's like manga. Right. So, but there is an I in there. Yes, but later on. So, manganella. I, that's just how he says it. Okay, I believe you. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not like confused. Uh, yes. I think, I don't, I, there is an I in there. Now I'm going to go look it up. But it's just, he, that's how he says it. And even if it doesn't look right spelling wise, you should probably say people's names. Oh, yeah. They say them. I yeah, completely yeah. get it. I just was – it's not that. It's just like I was you confused sort of as to why I was saying it, like yeah. why I was so confused. Yeah, you, there is an I, but you. you don't really pronounce it. You just say okay. like Manganello. Um, so Joe Manganello. Um, but, yeah, Joe Manganello's death. Like, he, But he's such not an unimportant character and also somebody we don't no. – like he's hired by the bad guys. We don't care about him as a person. Yeah, like it's kind of fun. He's obviously having a lot of fun. Yes. And – his team is fun, but they, by necessity, have to be wiped out fairly quickly. And they never interact with the main storyline. No, so it's it's just kind of like a fun side mission kind of thing yeah. with these different people. I quite liked Ralph the Batwolf. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I would have been I would have been interested to see more of the monsters and like giving them kind of personalities and names and that sort of well, thing. Well, especially the crocodile monster just kind of appears. Mm. Um, and there's no lead up to it. Whereas the, half the fun of, of Ralph is that he does like take out a whole team of men plus a helicopter. And then like, yeah, this movie hates helicopters. And then like goes, like he just tears across the country killing everybody, mm, mm. which is, yeah, also kind of, I liked the weirdos in the, on the internet are calling him Ralph. Yeah. That made me laugh. I just, because um, if you're going to go for a big destruction movie, you want to do the big destruction. Mm. Um, and, and Ralph kind of is the only yeah. one who really delivers on And that. I think they were hiding the big crocodile thing because he is the biggest and the scariest. Yeah. But if there'd been stuff, go, you could have done that in like a bit more of an interesting way. Like he obviously starts in Florida. And so like you could have mysterious disappearances or something yeah. happen if, and then like you know, just have that little subplot there. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Keep us on top of that. Yeah, a lot more balance could have been used in this movie. Because I can't even remember what they were doing instead of doing those things. Just more mm. of Jeffrey Dean Morgan posturing, I think. There's a lot of Jeffrey Dean Morgan posturing. Yes. Um, and, and Naomi did- Harris pointlessly expositing on her whole life where you're like, we get it. It's sad. We already put this together. Like- yeah. But, and I, I, and I, like I said, I thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan was quite fun. But it's that lack of, like, it's because basically all we've got in the middle of the movie are. Naomi Harris, The Rock, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And there's all this military waffle going on as well. Yeah. And you just – we're just missing something. Yeah, exactly. There's there's not anything It would have made a better build-up as well because the end sort of – once you get to the third act, it all just like biff, bang, boom, lots of action, lots going on. But it would have made a better build-up to that. Also, let's talk about them getting Naomi Harris out of the way for the, like, the finale as if that yeah. was necessary in any way, like based on the – rest of the film it's not like she constantly had to be saved or anything no, like that no. like she was quite competent and capable mm. there was no reason to just have the rock and george at the end there well, other than the fact that george and the rock is a central relationship of the movie and i they know didn't but go they, for a romance storyline they just didn't need to get the girl out of the way is what i mean like they just yeah, didn't yeah. need to do that no because she really like she's really out of the way as well like he he has her go get help and then we just don't see her again until right at the very end <laughs> like jeffrey dean morgan basically takes over at that point the, the bit right at the very end with um um where there's all suddenly all these people in the buildings and all of this stuff like people crawling out of the woodwork where you're like where were they five minutes ago they definitely weren't there the timeline thing is a problem too because they're at this base in illinois which is <laughs> The state that Chicago is in, it is deep, dark night. We mm. hear over the radio, 15 minutes till sunrise. But by the time they get there, it is full on the middle of the day and everyone is going about their business in the middle of the city. Yeah. It's just a short, a short chopper ride away. And, and it's all in one state, so it's not going to be a massive chopper ride. But also, okay, so they're at this base, right? 
that action, like they they um, see George and Ralph killing a bunch of soldiers mm. in like <laughs> night vision where you can't see anything. Yeah, in some canyon somewhere. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, we need to. They're going to Chicago. We need to get to Chicago. Uh. The animals must have been way ahead of the other guys Mm -hmm. but they don't make that clear until they're on their way and jeffrey dean morgan like radios in or they're ahead of you yeah um and then jeffrey dean morgan gets to illinois gets to chicago in five minutes yeah he's back at the he's back at the ranch for hours it's got to be a really quick chopper ride so like it's probably going to be still dark or very early morning when the rock and naomi harris arrive if it's that quick of a chopper ride but then also they would the the animals wouldn't have had as much time to start destroying the city as they do before the guys no. get there. Like it just doesn't make a lot of sense. No. For, for the, the way the timeline works. But Jeffrey Dean Morgan showing up was really really an issue for me cuz I, I was like they've only been there like half an hour. He was back at the ranch for hours after yeah, yeah. they left. Well, and he all- like he was just there last we saw him. And they didn't even make a big thing of his entrance like he he was like i need a ride and there's no actual helicopter ride or anything like that he's just suddenly he walks up just as naomi harris arrives conveniently there's no like big entrance or anything no he he's because he's in the basement of the i mean he's in the ground floor of the building no but we actually see him first um naomi harris when she gets out of the humvee um he there's a soldier and she's trying to get a sat phone and he takes over that's after no it is naomi harris goes up because she's up on the roof of that building with the helicopter, oh. they crash off the helicopter, and then she oh, shit. That for doesn't help. make sense. So he's he so just no nothing about how he got there. No, he's just in the in the building. Yeah, waiting in that for scene the, that I was talking yeah. about, waiting Which for the guy to come down. Scene, but it like, makes sense. And getting the rat off the guy, and then trading the rat for a walkie talkie, mm. or whatever he trades the rat for, oh, cracked me up. It was such a weird sideline with side storyline mm. with the rat that was so pointless. You're yeah. like, is the rat gonna? Nope. No, the rat's nothing. The rat has done absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's just his weird, weird villain line. sister's weird villain pet. Yeah, I think I was. I think part of it was that I was more into the movie at the very beginning, where like I liked the idea of like soft scientists, yeah, who cared about animals being the main characters. I, I liked that as well, especially um, soft scientists played by The Rock. Yeah, yeah, who care more, like who are more into animals than people, and, and, and like I really liked the setup of having like. The Rock is like the soft guy who cares about animals. Mm. And then Joe Manganiello is the big, muscly special forces guy. Because mm. obviously The Rock always plays those kind of guys. And even in this one, they give him a special forces background because, I mean, you can't not really look <laughs> at him. But um, that juxtaposition, I think, is really nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's good setup that I feel like gets wasted. Yeah. It's also very like The Rock – He's very strategic about his career mm. and he used to do those kind of like straight up muscle bound guys, but he doesn't anymore. Yeah. And in fact, even from quite early on in his career, he was choosing to be the softer type of guy because he, he has a very particular brand of masculinity that he wants to show and that that brand of masculinity is not like toxic macho man, muscle man stuff. Yeah. And so it was, that stuff is interesting to me. Me too, and but I, it, then it just does. It does just get wasted at the end. Yeah, it well, and the middle. Mm. There's just a huge section of this movie that just feels really pointless yeah. to me. And I would have liked to see more of the team trying to like figure out how to help, help George and all that mm. stuff. I mean, that was much more yeah, interesting. Yeah, like to you me. could have had some kind of like they get them on the phone or the radio, and they're like they've got ideas about what's what's happening and how they can stop him and mm. like they're trying to work on a, an antidote meanwhile the rock and Naomi harris are trying to get the antidote that they know works like you have all kinds of ideas about that right exactly and it it, it gives you kind of a grounding in something yeah that the movie lacks i think and you know we got to keep our mind on like george and that george is like yeah and the thing is not that, the creature that's being and that's the thing we kind of lose george for a bit mm. and we don't um and we don't necessarily remember all that until the very end when, of course, it's like the relationship comes back center stage again. Yeah. And and I think that – I just think like maybe the plane scene happened too early and mm. they could have spent more time developing the relationship and lots of that sort of thing, you know. Because mm. the – and the, the first escape of George in the zoo when 
when um, The Rock stops him was really good as well. Yes. yes. That was, the, you know, seeing him lose control of George like that is interesting. Mm. Um, seeing that relationship deteriorate and, and, you know, like George get taken over so that we get a much clearer idea of um, what's going on with him, stuff like that. It's just mm. there's, there's more that they could do with that, especially since George was the best character in the film. Yes. Um, he had the great sense of humor. He was so likable. His mm. relationship with The Rock was so good. You know, mm. he's going around protecting people and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the CG was great. Yeah. The guy who did the mocap for George, I've been trying really hard to to find the mocap actors. Jason Lyles. Yeah. Yeah. J- Jason Lyles. I was going to say his name. I was just prefacing it a oh, bit. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, because I Googled him, Jason Lyles. He's done mm. a couple of other things. He was in um, the... American Death Note as the big scary looking dude. It's not a movie I'm familiar with. Um, it I think people will know. Uh, it's not Ryuk, It's somebody else. But the, 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 he's the guy on all the posters, right? For no, it. it is Ryuk on his oh, IMDb page. Oh, yeah. I think Willem Dafoe maybe does the voice and he does the right body or something like that. Okay, so um, so yeah, they're they're both credited as yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so Jason it's a Dark Lyles Ball situation, yeah, yeah. Because he's real, because like inhuman looking, yeah, yeah, demon thing. Oh, he's a bit. Of, he's like a young um, Andy Circus. No, Doug Jones. Doug Jones with the yeah. height and stuff. Yeah, um, I think he did a really good job, mm. and I I really want to try and like credit mocap actors because yeah, they really get a rough deal. They do, and people never like they're not looking into this enough. I don't think mm. mocap actors are really important, and it's a really hard job because basically there are three actors. One has to play a gorilla, one has to play a wolf, and one has to play a crocodile. Yeah. Like, that is – like, I know people could talk about acting, but that is acting. Yeah. Like, that is serious. you got to go into work every day and be a gorilla. Like, um, there's not much in acting school that prepares you for that. Yeah. Like, that is a hard job. That's like working with children or, you know, being a children's performer or something. It's a really tough gig. you really got to sell it. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think he was really good. Mm. Um. They made a very clear connection between him and mm. The Rock, and it was really, really – he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, to the point where, like, George was so much the most relatable character that when he got spiked <gasps> at the end of the movie, yeah. literally my, I went to see it with my stepmother, and she goes, George, no! <laughs> and then you could hear the kids – by the way, there were, like, six-year-olds in the audience. Yeah, I there was, like, an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah, there was only four of us in the audience, but the other – um, two people in the audience were like a mother and maybe an eight-year-old. I went um, earlier. Which I was this... like, there's a, quite a bit of swearing in this movie and there's quite a bit of violence in yeah. this movie. Like, it was not a movie. Like, I can see it for like maybe 10, 11-year-olds and up. Mm. But like six-year-olds, I was like, there were little kids in the row with me. And I was like, this yeah. is a lot for little kids. Well, that's right. Like, it's just, I mean, I know... Like with usually with like Star Wars and Avengers and stuff, like you hear of people going to see it and then to see if they will, will want, want to take their kids and mm. like maybe that was the situation because you and I both saw it quite late in its run. But I can't imagine going to that and going, yeah, I can take the kids to this. Mm. Yeah, I think also because Star Wars and stuff, even though well they don't tend to have swearing to start with. No, no, and um, you said quite a bit. And but there's violence, but the violence has consequences usually. Yeah, in those movies, like. And the good guys are trying to, you know, stand up mm. against it. And there's morals and things that this movie doesn't really have. Well, it also did that really annoying thing of P- that PG-rated movies do, where there's just masses of destruction. People clearly die, but because none of it's shown on screen, mm. it's not seen as. Oh, I mean, there is some. Actually, some of it is shown on screen, but like the the, the consequences of like the people in the cars and the buildings seems different than like the consequences of our heroes mm. it's just it, it's really sort of um what's the word like detaching I yeah guess? how many people are going to just try and attack george from now on like they, they ended it before they really gave us any sense of what was going to happen with him because people and mm. there's no way the government's going to be like oh okay he's a nice he's, 300 he probably killed several hundred people him he's the good one the other two god knows how many they killed like but he who was not established to have had a bloodlust although you know as discussed he did eat um marlon ackerman like he's clearly killed hundreds of people in that mm. rampage across the country yeah um although that one scene where what does he do he picks up like a a car or a taxi or something and throws it at a helicopter that was terrific yeah. oh I yeah that. like that stuff is amazing <laughs> Oh, that's and that's half the fun of it. But every 
like every time you're drawn attention to something on screen, there's no consequence to it. Like mm. at one point, um, a little um, golden retriever barks <laughs> at the wolf, right? He's like, oh, yeah. I recognize my dog friend. And he goes, Arp! and um, and then the, the wolf kind of looks at him and goes, huh? and then the dog runs away and everything no, the is. Dog, the wolf roars at him. But the dog runs away and everything yeah. is safe, right? Yeah. Um, and like they draw our attention to that, but that wolf has still killed like thousands of people and probably yeah. dogs and other animals. Yes. It kill yeah. its whole own pack. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that sort of consequence free violence, which I I I always find worse. And they and they the problem is that they use it to get a PG rating, mm. that bloodless violence, and it's worse. Well because this is based because on a video game. Yeah. It's worse because it's just like it um it has no consequence. There's no stakes in it. And it's the kind of stuff that makes people go um, this is unnecessarily, this will make people violent. It won't. Obviously, video games don't make people violent. But, like, it, it just really is a dangerous way to show violence, having no consequences. Yeah, because, like, yeah, whole buildings fall down and nobody gets hurt. That's, yeah. But that's the same thing in, like, Pacific Room and all those other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, the, the thing is, it's this war between that and it's what you want to see. You want to see them on the rampage, which we definitely don't yeah. see enough of. And the when so recently I've been watching um the old episodes of Mystery Science Theater oh. and they did this one where there was like an attack of giant cricket grasshoppers or crickets or something and they, the the special effects were achieved by putting crickets on a postcard and they would climb up the buildings on the postcard and that was that's genius <laughs> and then you see like them outside the windows and things. And that just this movie with all of its budget and special effects reminded me of that. Partly because at least you know crickets can probably climb a building. Yeah. Whereas, like, how did the crocodile and the wolf climb a building? At I least, know. Suddenly know, they develop climbing skills. Like George could climb the building, right? Yeah. He yeah. is a gorilla. Yes. They climb things. Right. Wolves, also, it's very well established in movie lore, L O R E. Gorillas climb buildings. Yes. Big gorillas climb buildings. We know that. Bat wolves don't. <laughs> We've never seen a bat or a wolf climb a building. Bats probably can, but that wolf seemed... Uh, yeah, right. Um, and crocodile... Um, alligators. I keep calling them a crocodile because we have crocodiles here. Oh, alligators. is that not a crocodile? No, because they didn't have them in America. It's an alligator. They look pretty much the same to me. Yeah. Well, I only I only said that because they're, they're alligators in the States, right? I, they don't I did. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'll take your word for it. I just... I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I just was like, this is, why, this is why he needs a name. Um, the yeah. alligator, they don't climb things. They are not well known for their ability to climb vertical inclines. No, their bodies are not made for it. Like, and I know that the, the whole there's the whole thing about how they've got DNA from other animals. And then, of course, they make the wolf into a bat in that scene that, like, it was in the trailer, yeah. which was hugely spoilery. I was like, yeah. I would have saved that for the movie. Well, yeah. That was I mean, it is relatively inconsequential because the wolf ends up dying not long after. But, like, it's still, like, that's the kind of thing you save for the movie, not the trailer. That was, yeah. It was kind of, um, that was when you knew they were desperate to get people to go see Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. When they were giving away the big, like, that's what they did with Terminator Genesis and stuff as well. Mm. Where they were like, oh, nobody's going to come see our movie. Quick, show them the good bits. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that I mean, they needed to do more rampaging, really. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. More they did. more stuff of Ralph just like you know destroying the roads as he went through to Chicago. Yeah, or whatever. and the giant alligator freaking people out all the way from Florida to Illinois. That's a long way for an alligator to travel. Like, but it went through the rivers and never came out and killed right, anybody. But that's yeah. And if it had though, like, and fishermen and stuff, like, come on, that is a really easy. Um, to place to do a Jaws parody of some fishermen on a little boat mm. and you have just like, and they're gone. Mm. And like mysterious deaths all along the, I yeah. presume the Mississippi or whatever river it is that went along. But like, come on. Yeah, it could have been you really cool. You've got to set that up. Yeah, it could have been a really cool like mystery kind of storyline. Yeah, line. yeah, yeah. And then you don't fully see it until he climbs out of the river in Chicago and you're like, holy crap, that's enormous. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I feel sorry for Naomi Harris in this. She just could, kind of is in the middle of the dick measuring contest between The Rock and, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan and doesn't – her character is like they try to do too much with her and they end up doing nothing with her. Yeah, I don't mind her. I think she's quite good at like playing 
the girl in the action movie. Like she's quite able to kind of stand up and also you sort of you kind of see her seeing the ridiculousness of her co-stars at times. So I don't, but, I don't know. I didn't mind her. Yeah, but she's not given anything to really do. Mm. There's not a lot that she does except for right. be a convenient, like, you know, connection to the main villains and mm. to, um, like, she goes to George and then rarely has any um, any agency again after that. Mm. Um. Which seems strange for somebody who is, like, so willing to, you know, destroy her career to right. stand up for the right thing and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The fact that she's just oh, yeah, there and, and along for the ride. And do recklessly dangerous research in the name of saving a relative and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You would think she might be a little bit more recklessly brave in some of the things that she does and then that would cause a problem and, you know. Yeah, exactly. She just doesn't get a lot to do after that. There's one cool bit where she breaks some glass. Yeah. Using smarts instead of rock muscles, which was good. Yeah, that, I I like that scene. Too. But that even that is a very minor moment of um of agency in a film where, that doesn't give her much. No, no. She just and then she's there to like, you know, make the rock see the error of his ways in not caring about people and things well, like they that. They take her from being this interesting, feisty, reckless character into being the girl in the movie. Yeah. So she has to do all the girl things like scream at the appropriate moments and such. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Also, the when she gives Marlon Ackerman the gun. Oh no! When the guy, the brother, gives her the gun. Yeah, I was like, "What did you think was going to happen?" Of course, she's going to shoot one of them oh, in yeah. the most convenient place ever, where it doesn't hurt him at all. Yeah, they, oh, and then he can two, just keep running. Yeah, they those two were just such idiots. Like, and the um, uh, I can't remember what was Jeffrey Dean Morgan's last line about something about complicity. About the bo- oh, yeah. the brother, that was great because that was exactly what he'd done this whole movie, yeah. like enjoying the fruits of of his awful sister and like, um, while well, also turning a blind eye and being a bit like, oh, I'm a bit dumb. Yeah, that was really funny. He was like, "There's no way you could be arrested for complicity." Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, scenes, that's honestly. a good thing. Complicity is not a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was yeah, that was a that was a good, good scene. Bit. <laughs> um. Another thing I really noticed in this movie was how much diversity there was in the men in the military and stuff. Like mm. all kinds of races and all sorts of things. And they're all men. And I was like, what are you doing? Mm. Like definitely could have been more women in this movie. Like why aren't well, you even trying? It would have been easy. And the thing is they had clearly tried with the men. Mm. Like black men, Asian men, tall men, short men. Like yeah, Hawaii Five-0 was in it. What's his name? I, I always forget. Oh, yes, I sort of recognised him. I want to say William Lee, but I think that might be wrong. No, no, but it's right. Um, it is William Lee. Is it? Yeah, Agent Park. Yeah, yeah. I did get it right. Yes, so he was in it. Like, I like that guy. He's great. He should be mm. in more things. He's very funny on Hawaii Five-0 mm. as well. He's like he's yeah. like a real bad guy. Like, um, he's a bit nasty, but he's well, really yeah, and, played well. Uh, the Rock, um, and like slightly butch army ladies. Like um, in the fifth, sixth, and seventh Fast and Furious movies, when he pairs up with Elsa Pataki, that and she's like the cop. Like, yeah, I know she babysits through the second, the th- the sixth and seventh of those movies, um, and some of the eight. But when they pair up in the fifth movie, like that's cool. Like he, uh, The Rock, I think could work quite well with like military women. It would yeah. be fun to have a couple of those. Yeah, but they have to get the women out of the way for that. Especially when they were showing all the like stealth plane porn and stuff. And I was thinking about there was pictures recently on um Brie Larson's Instagram of her visiting like um women Air Force pilots. Um because obviously she's prepping for Captain Marvel and um like I it was making me think of that and I was like, Where are the women pilots? Yeah. Why don't we see any women here? Yeah. But otherwise the diversity was really, really good. Like obviously they've made an effort, um, because we know that Hollywood doesn't right. do that without an effort. There was also that very first scene on the spaceship that was great. Mm, yeah. Um, which had Marley Shelton in it, mm. also styled very early 2000s. This movie, like... It if was you... weird, wasn't it? I was like, she looks like Lauren Holly. Yes. She, yeah. With the very short, with the hair. bleached hair. Yeah. Um, and, like, that girl, the first girl with the blonde, blue, very blue eyes, looked like she came out of an early 2000s movie. Especially the way that hair went. And then they, like, put a bit of pink on it or something to make it look like it was more modern it was an odd style odd choice maybe that is something that's out of the video game actually the video games isn't the video game from like the 90s I don't know. or earlier i literally did I not know like it was a, a video game until i watched the credits and it went 
this is inspired by the video game Rampage. And I simultaneously went, ha, huh, explains a lot. And then also went, kind of glad I didn't know that what going in. I think it's like really old. Yeah, right. radio. 86. Oh, wow. Really old. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was old. So, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it just – and they don't look mm. like they're from the 80s. They look like they're from – No, they look like they're from, like, 2004. Yeah. Yeah. They they could have, like, walked off the set of a Christina Aguilera video or something. <laughs> they just... She did look very Christina Aguilera, the, that girl. Yeah. But the the very first bit on the spaceship – on the space station was great. I was like, let's get more of that. No. No, that was really tense. Nothing else and, like that again. And well done. <laughs> when the animals kept coming across the green – smoke stuff where you're like oh come on yeah i know it was just done so lazily to me yes like oh apart from george george got quite a good like him trying to touch the thing and touching the thing and then it went off in his face but all the others where it just like landed and they showed it like green stuff yeah yeah just conveniently right in the faces of these three animals yeah like i was watching it like what if it got a butterfly (laughs) What, what, what also, if it was a giant angry butterfly rampaging? What if it landed in the like? But the thing is, these are like this is space junk. It could have yeah. landed in the middle of a children's hospital. Yeah, like I mean, come on. Yes, it could have landed in the middle of a children's hospital, and then you'd have a giant rampaging baby. That's already been done. Everybody has seen. Honey, I blew up the kid. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the I, yeah the butterfly thing, or the, like a giant rampaging like caterpillar yeah or or the rat that they kept drawing your attention to and then it was absolutely nothing Well, because the rat was the giant creature on the spaceship Mm, that was a rat yeah 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 which would have been really interesting to actually get to see more of Mm. i could have watched the whole the movie that led up to the rat on the spaceship and it probably would have been just as interesting Mm, but um, um okay i have some notes that i'm going to go through sure um i did note Three times how white everyone's teeth, mm, and it's well, really straight, like yeah. so perfect. Everybody I mean, I know they all whiten their teeth, but like American teeth are just another level. <laughs> like they, I'm not even joking. They are. Every time an American exchange student came to my school, I was like, "How are they so white mm. and straight?" Like mm. I don't know what they do there, but American dentists like could take over the world. Yeah. They, they, they were freakishly white though. Like yeah, they, yeah, they were, were like glowing out of people's faces. Mm. Um, the director did a lot of like, I feel like he watched a lot of Spielberg for this movie because he oh, kept all introduce- the introducing people from behind <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which was actually done better by Brad Payton in this movie than by Colin Trevorrow mm-hmm. in Jurassic World. At least mm-hmm. he knew what he was imitating in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he didn't take a lot of other leaves out of. I mean, Brad Payton's a little bit more experienced than Colin Trevorrow was at that yeah. point, but yeah. Um, yeah, but at least he's doing it. Yeah, he's you know. he's learning and trying things. Yeah, um, and and like I think this was sort of meant to be an homage to like Jurassic World type things. Mm, yes, um, it was. It just kind of really lost its way a lot. It really, yeah, it really feels like a movie that just kind of fell apart to me. Yeah, like they just didn't know. I mean, it feels like the script was like written really quickly, and they had some good ideas at the beginning that all just kind of they. Yeah, it it feels lost track like. Of. Like most years, The Rock does a big dumb action movie. Like he did this and he did San Andreas, which is better than this, the same team. Um, and then like a couple of years before that, he did um, Hercules, which is better than both of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it almost feels like we just need to do the big dumb summer movie and they're not putting the level of effort that they put in like three years ago last when they last did a good one. Like um, Central Intelligence is another one that's really quite, quite good. Um mm where there was some real effort put into making a good story yeah. as well as the dumb action stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's no effort put into this story. It just – yeah, it feels like they kind of snowballed out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow on this massive budget movie that had to have been planned so carefully and all that sort of stuff, it feels like it, they just kind of lost track of it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was this – also, I, th- I think there's bits that we missed because – there's this when um, the rock is stopping George. Oh, I yes, I would agree with you. Bits that were edited out. Yes, yeah. So the agree. rock stops George, right? And then the helicopter guys swoop in and 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 knock him out. Mm. And then the rock is in handcuffs or zip ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he then breaks out of, which made me like oh, like crack I up. I 
cackled with yes. glee at that moment. Me it was too. Delight. He just like whack. I mean, it's the daddy's got to go to work moment of no. the movie. But um, it, yeah, yeah. I there I there are like you don't see them take him in and take George in and all that stuff. Or why they arrest him? He did nothing wrong. No, he tried to help them. Well, I mean, he kind of did because he didn't tell everybody immediately about George getting big. But that's not like no, that's still him doing his job as like the primatologist. The, and yes, you know, yes. his primary concern is George, and he yeah. was controlling George. So, like, he, all he had done, uh, uh, to their knowledge, was his job. Yeah, which like it could have been interesting to see them arrest him and him trying to protest that and them yeah. not listening or something like that. But it doesn't make sense to go from. The cops putting down their guns yeah. to help him contain George. To we're getting to, on a plane. To handcuffed. Like mm. literally the next time we see him, he's handcuffed. Yeah. It just he, feels like there's a big chunk of that missing. Yes. Yeah. And obviously the only way the rock gets into handcuffs is voluntarily. Yeah. I also noted that the hero girl was named Kate and the villain girl was named Claire. Yeah. <laughs> that's me and my <laughs> sister's name. Um, well, they're just like millennial girls names really yes but just it made me laugh yeah right um, i also I, I enjoyed the parachute acting that definitely looked like they oh, had actually shot really jumped out of a parachute <laughs> yes so it was like just air blowing past their faces and they were like oh what's going on it made me laugh really hard it just was not it Aww. didn't seem terribly well done. Yeah. Um, also, there was that, I mean, again, timing problems. They clearly couldn't have jumped out of that plane and opened parachutes in time to survive. No. It, it was they, too low. It was flying too low. It was flying too low before the first, per, like, before Kate jumped out and the other two guys jumped out after that and there mm. were two of them and they were heavier. Mm. Like, And it took a minute for um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan to actually wake up. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no way. I kind of wonder if The Rock had some um improv moments in this yeah because that line that was also in the trailer where he goes that's a big arm don't fight it yeah feels like it's not wasn't in the it's script it's almost for this. too clever to be part of this script yes um yeah exactly that feels a, or not too clever but definitely very the rock-esque mm. you know what i mean like it just seems like his kind of comedy yes it does i felt like maybe he added some bits yeah Oh yeah, there's more timeline stuff. Like there's fires yes. in there's fires going off in Chicago before the animals get there, mm. which is like because the animals are yeah, arriving well, across the river right. and in and the middle are of, already on fire. Like right. what's happened? Is a helicopter crashed? How? How yeah. did a helicopter crash? Yes, it's it's very strange. Yes. Um, why the bad guys thought it would be a good idea to set off their radio towers in the middle of Chicago, like mm. and on the top of a yeah, building, thinking so that they would get away. Dumb. That's so dumb. But the thing is, Marlon Ackerman in this movie is portrayed as not dumb, but all no. of her ideas and plans are really dumb. Yeah. So you're like, this is not – Yeah. This, uh, how was she planning to get the antidote into the animals? No. They were like, oh, no she'd idea. have some way of controlling them. You'd think it would be another radio wave instead, right. but then they couldn't have George fight yeah. that wolf, R Ralph and – But, yeah, there's no, there's no plan of, like, how she's going to inject it into them or anything. No. It doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. there's no pre-thought. There's no reason for these plans that they're coming up with. Mm. Uh, the the rampaging mm. made me a bit – like, they were like, oh, we'll stop at nothing to get there. And then I'm like, well, they'll stop at nothing except to maybe, like, punch down this building that's not even in, there, mm. in the way just for funsies. There's a lot of me going, like, basically WTF with lots of mm. exclamation marks and question marks. Like, JDM beat the bomb. Um, <laughs> that's right, because the bomb was going into Chicago before Jeffrey Dean Morgan left the uh -huh. facility. Uh -huh. And then he's in Chicago and the bomb's not there yet. Yep. Tell me how that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, in their big fancy stealth plane. Yes. Come on. Tell me how that makes sense. Can he teleport? Can he secretly teleport? Because it's the only way this movie makes sense. Did he hitch a lift with a giant crocodile? <laughs> he came in on the back of it. Um, it. It's Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's illogical. Yeah. Infection risks is another thing that I wrote. Oh, there's a moment when the rock oh, yeah. hits his head and then bleeds from the wrong side. <laughs> was really, like while he's still getting up from the ground, like oh, no. one side is down and the other side is bleeding. Oh, I was no. like, what is that? Oh dear. <laughs> um, then yeah. Um, I also said, where's George's dick? 
<laughs> oh no! It's I a mean, thing I can't unsee from a lot of these movies. I now. did wonder, honestly. There's a bit where he's walking around, and I was hmm. like, because you see his butt really clearly, and you're like, oh god, oh wait, oh. He's like but a Ken doll down there. He also walks over all these people. Yeah. So if you were looking up, it would just basically be giant gorilla dick. <laughs> if this, uh, and, you know, they imply that Ralph is also male, so yeah. giant wolf dick would also be around. No, I'm not gonna. Like that. I'm not going to Google it, but I don't even know what gorilla penis looks like. Um, And then I wrote no post. I was waiting through the credits to yeah. see if – I just thought there would be a post-credit scene of, like, George – in the jungle or George of the jungle, um, like in a jungle or something afterwards. Because ah. I was really worried for him. I don't see how this could end well for like, him. Well, yeah, how are they getting him out of there? Where's he going to go? Like, obviously not on a plane, but um, I don't know. I, I just thought it would. I feel like The Rock would convince everybody that he could put him in a truck and drive him back to wherever. <laughs> He's killed an awful lot of people. I'm I aware think the of that. only way to do that is to like, sneak him away or something like that's I why, don't think yeah. the government would let him go that's why you gotta end the movie where it ends because otherwise you kind of like <laughs> you've got a whole too sequel. many questions you gotta ask right um yeah no i stayed through the credits as well i mostly was excited that there was a um like a remix of um bullet with butterfly wings by um smashing pumpkins running a playing over the credits i didn't even notice because the songs were so it was, early 2000s. There's only one song there's only one song in the credits and oh, that is was it. it. Um, it, it and it was like it was, was a was a, I think it was mashed up with something. Uh, but it was like it was a good song. Like I I mean and but the you know despite all my rage I'm still just a rat in the cage. Like it was a good choice but it was also like oh this is an interesting choice as well. Yeah. It didn't sound good to me. But well, I no, didn't recognize it. Was mixed it. up with something else. It was and yeah. it was like slowed down and but I, yeah, yeah I, just, I, mean, I didn't mind it. I just, I yeah. just thought they might actually give us some idea because I was like this, and and also <laughs> George, we think has died, which is also the other best scene in the movie when we think George is dead and then we see <laughs> yeah. him like peeking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you're peeking. You're playing dead, which is genuinely like, like a firstly a character moment. Yes, consistent with his character, which uh-huh. is pretty Messing unusual in this. Yeah. Um. And really funny, yeah, like genuinely funny. Yeah, that 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 George is like, oh, I want to see how they'll react because I'm dead. Yeah, they're messing with them. Yeah, um, which was really really cute. Yeah, and then when he's like, because he flips the bird at at the rock in the beginning. Yes, and then but it when comes he's back. like huge and yeah. doing that, it seems funnier. For well, some it's reason. also funnier when they bump fists when he's huge and yeah. the rock is the rock sized because it makes the rock look like a tiny man. In yes. fact, there's a couple of scenes where the rock looks like just a teeny tiny person, yeah. um, which is. But maybe, like, when it's just him and the big monsters at the end, he just looks so tiny. Yeah. Which is great. It's what you want. Yeah, I found that very enjoyable. Yeah. Like, making the rock look super tiny is fun. Mm. Um, also, George puts his hand out and I thought he was going to pick the rock up like yeah, a teeny, tiny rock toy. Me too. <laughs> I thought that and would the, be fun. The, as, as it's ending, you because you actually see him, like, helping people down from a building. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought that was going to happen as well. He was going to pick him up and talk to him or something. Yeah, that would have been fun for me. Yes, me too. I thought somebody had told me that Naomi Harris kisses the rock at the end of the movie, but it doesn't happen. Honestly, this movie felt like such a mess that they could have shot that scene and then cut it. Yeah, they could have. It does feel like a mess. Like there's no uh, – it doesn't make any sense. There's no conclusion for storylines or anything. Like there's, what's the rock's arc in this movie? He's just he, – he, there is none. He is the rock. Like it implies that there's going to be one about him – like learning to care more about people. But there isn't. But he sort of goes, oh, yeah, Naomi Harris is in our, like, group now. Yeah, like that's his big – Yeah, his, he does the family sign, mm. the Ohana sign. And at one point he saves Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but that just seems like yeah. he has to or something like right. that. Right. Uh, yeah, the, it never – that stuff at the beginning where he likes animals better than people never comes back again. It he does. still likes animals better than people. It sort of does come back. It just doesn't come back in any meaningful no, way. No, well, it doesn't resolve. No, it doesn't resolve. There's yeah. no change in him. There's no, like, lesson learned along the way. I also felt like it would have been nice if they had acknowledged that the big bat wolf and the big alligator also did not have any choice in their actions, mm. <laughs> Ralph, and, and at least tried to save them as well instead yeah. of just caring about George. Yeah, right. Like, like it's not their fault. Yeah, no, and there were more – there was, like, so much more antidote as yeah. well. Like, you could have, like, got both of them 
and you know it, or at least tried to save both of yeah, them. Yeah, at least try. Like yeah. I understand that what they were trying to do with that, and I understand if it like if they couldn't do it, mm. or if they already started attacking George and they had to then yeah. stop them. You know, yeah. Because if somebody is attacking you, like if somebody's trying to kill you, you can kill like in yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kill them back in almost any movie's logic. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but I would have liked to see them try. I would have liked, because he's supposed to be the animal guy, I would have liked to see him go, we have to try and save these animals. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, they didn't ask um, to be transformed like this. Exactly. They're yeah. not, like, just like George, they're not evil, yeah. like, inherently. Mm. This this Batwolf was just a wolf living on its... Yeah, they, they've been um, attacked with a weapon as well. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. So I would have liked to have seen a little, at least a, an acknowledgement of that, mm. um, especially since it's in character and makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think we can probably wrap this oh, up we've now. We've talked so Nomi long. Harris looked gorgeous in this movie. She did, she And, did. like, minimal makeup looked like an action girl and really killed it mm. Yeah, on that front. And, like, sensible costuming and all yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah no, I like that about her. Mm. And I don't I, like I said, I don't think it's Naomi Harris's fault. I think she did fine. Um yeah. Anyway, I thought uh, it's not her fault. No. But really to me she could have been swapped out with the nerd guy from the beginning. Yeah. And I would have been perfectly happy because he would have made very little difference. It but he would it might have also almost made it better because he was more of he just had more of a character. Yeah. Like a personality, which wasn't mm. her fault. But her character had so little personality. Mm. Like it had a lot of backstory but not a lot of forward story. Yes. <laughs> not a lot of forward momentum. Just no. Just a didn't. lot of backstory. Yeah. Like when she was running late for work and she was like, oh, you know, I'll be there soon and lying about being stuck in the car. Oh, lying about the car in front oh. of her blowing up and stuff. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Mm. Lying to The Rock when she first showed up. That's what I'm like saying. That. Like that recklessness, that that personality, like – once we get into the main thrust of the movie, it just gets dropped. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, rating? Um, I don't know. One and a half stars. Um, I'm going to go with two and a half because I actually had quite a bit of fun watching this, even though it is dumb as. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm pretty much here for any nonsense that Dwayne puts up. To be fair, I think I've given the movie like a star for George. I think George is great. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. Anyway. Thank you for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like to find show notes or old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. If you want to find us on social media, we're at screen underscore queens on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens and tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com on Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.